Hey, welcome back. It's your host. It's your girl, Morgan, from Black Ice Designs. All right, so we've talked a little bit about mental work and all those really awesome things. You're probably like, oh my goodness, Morgan, I know. I can't say I've been through a lot, but I feel like I've been through a lot sometimes. Anyway, so I was going to tell you a little bit about um, sort of my motorcycle and kind of why that was significant in my life and, and things like that, but... You know, as I started thinking about it, I was like, this is technically, you know, about uh, building an MLM business. And so on some levels, right, me talking about a motorcycle is important. And then on some levels, it's not. It's kind of like, mm, how would I describe it? Kind of like, you know, I was, I was talking with my friend the other day um, and we were talking about um, kind of like the uh, law of attraction or the self-help books you read that there tend to be filled of positivity and, you know, um, feeling and emotional and woo-woo stuff and things like that, right? Um, But the person never really tells you how they got from point A to point B. Excuse me. (coughs) And, you know, point A was where their life was, right? It was shit, basically. To point B or C, you know, where they wanted to be. And the books don't really tell you that or the person doesn't really tell you that because in truth, there's nothing to tell, which is strange because, you know, you feel like there's some sort of overall process, like, You know, they had to, you know, do like 10 jumping jacks every day for like a month and then mix it up with like a mile of running and then something, something, something and boom, right? Their life is exactly the way they have it planned. But in reality, you literally wake up one day with life beat and I know how absolutely crazy that sounds. And so, you know, this this relates, you know, back into my motorcycle because remember I told you I I declared that I would have everything in my life that I wanted just because I wanted it, right? You know, I was like I said, was it like what I thought was rock bottom, but that's not important right now. Um, (laughs) We'll save that story for a different day. Um, But... You know, during the depression, things like that. And, you know, I started thinking about a motorcycle, looked, planning, you know, what it would be like. I, you know, I took a, the motorcycle safety class, you know, all these things. And then, don't get me wrong, it took, it probably took about two years from the time I decided that I wanted a motorcycle till I actually got the motorcycle. And during those two years, um, I mean, life got a little bit better. I got a better job, hence the bus driver job compared to the Target job. But, you know, overall, you just kind of wake up one day and you're in part B. You see what I'm saying? Like you're, you're in or you're living the life that you want to live. It's almost like you set your intentions in in uh, in part A or you know where you are right now and you think about it and you imagine what it would be like 
and you feel how great that would be. And then whatever time distance that is, you're here or you're there. And it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's just kind of like a different, uh, it's like a different take. And honestly, you get there in such gradual and then fast steps. <laughs> You're like, okay, Morgan, this podcast today is just like all over the fucking place. I get it. Okay, so again, you know, uh, I first declared it, right, that I was going to my motorcycle. And um, by the way, um, it's a Kawasaki Vulcan 800. In case anybody wanted to know. And it's Red. And I named him Red. I had a longer name for it. Um, kind of super into like anime. And uh, I had a name for him. But uh, I'd just been calling him Red as like a temporary placeholder. And somehow I just decided to keep his name as Red. I don't know. Anyway. I digress. Okay. So. You know. I spent... The time I spent thinking and imagining riding the motorcycle and how fun it would be and how much freedom I felt like I would have is a lot more time than I spent actually getting the motorcycle, like actually like buying the motorcycle, like, you know, actually going through the process of buying the motorcycle, all of that stuff. You see, you know, I had spent let's say, like, uh, a year and, like, 11 months thinking and dreaming of, of what it would be like to own a motorcycle, how awesome it would be, how great it would be to ride it, picking out the colors, what it should look like, all of these really great things. And then I actually spent maybe, like, a week or two actually, you know, buying going through the process of the motorcycle like literally um I had a project and the money hit my account and it was like two thousand dollars and I was like I'm gonna buy a motorcycle (laughs) like this is my opportunity to buy the motorcycle that I saw online like yesterday I don't even know if it was yesterday I could have woken up that day and found it made a few phone calls and was like yes let's go and it happened just like that. Alright. Now, beforehand, I had a few like trials, right? So I called my dad, he called a friend. Um, you know, we drove out to meet, you know, guy with motorcycle one. And I didn't have the money at the time. But I went and I saw it, I sat on it, I shook hands, and I was like, I'll think about it. All right? And then, right, I did it again. I was pretty sure I liked this motorcycle. It was slick looking, right? And I liked it. I still didn't have the money for it, though. But that didn't matter because I knew that I was going to have a motorcycle. And then this third time is when the money hit my account. You know, I called up my dad, called up his friend with the trailer, and we went. And I walked out with my motorcycle. I walked out with Red, my Kawasaki Vulcan 800 Red. And I love him. 
He was the first time, the first sign of mental work producing something in a physical realm. And I, I tell you all these stories, right? Sort of the, the process of where I am, what I've gone through. Not just so that you can learn from them, but it's so that you can get to know me. Because when you see somebody successful, you tend to put them on a, on a pedestal. You, you tend to think of them as, you know, they had it easy or, you know, they, you know, had a silver spoon or, you know, they had all these things, right, that made them different from you. But at the end of the day, I'm the same as you. All these people, they're the same as you. But you don't necessarily know that they're the same as you because you don't have a connection with them. They never told you their stories. They didn't tell you that they, you know, jumped out of a two-story building and, like, broke their arm. That actually did not happen to me. I'm just saying. It happened to my neighbor. He was a little crazy, but he was still cool. But, and, and I say this because um, there was a pastor that I knew. Um, and obviously this was when I was much younger. But I'm what 34 so I'm not like technically old but not important all right so but there was this pastor that I knew and uh you know uh you know I made up you'll hear me say that a lot because we make up things and that's a different conversation um maybe tomorrow but you know I made up right that he was like this this great man of God and you know the time that I you know met him he was Right. And so, you know, you kind of make up, oh, he's never done anything wrong. Right. He's never sinned and all this stuff. And I remember the conversation, you know, he had or, or he told me and he started telling me about what he was like when he was a young boy. Right. He's like in his 60s when we were having this conversation, you know, I was in my 20s. Um, and he was, he told us like the most crazy stuff he did, drugs, women, just all the stuff. And it's like, whoa. And what he said was that if man, you and I, right, think that he's never done anything wrong. That we've put him up on a pedestal. That he's this symbol of what could be. If we, if he allowed us to believe that he was that person. It would not only do God a disservice. But that we as people. Way over my 10 minutes, sorry. Would pull him down. Out of our sheer understanding or, 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 or belief in his perfection, we would pull him down. And I thought about that. 
And, and it makes you think about, you know, in that case, like celebrities or, or somebody really more like somebody you admired. And then you kind of see their, their, their flaws, their, their humanness, you know, at one point. Right. Think about how you felt about that, that mentor or that, you know, somebody you admired at that point. It's kind of the same thing. So I don't want you to put me on a pedestal or, or anything like that. I want you to know that I'm a regular person just like you and that the success that I have and the success of building this MLM asset will be one that we do together. But more importantly, one that you can do. And I am honored to be a part of and to help you on this journey. I'll check you out tomorrow. Bye.